Sonra bir gün söyledi o. Ansar burada, ansar Good morning everybody. Um, I'm excited about this morning's message. It's a, I believe it's a message of hope to many people. Uh, a message of breakthrough. A message of standing up again. Uh, a message of last chance. A last chance. Maybe this focus on one person, but I believe more than one person will be influenced by this one, if I might say that. Apologies for Pastor Zed, she's on her way back. She's on holiday. Uh, and you can tell she's not at home. He hasn't lifted his head up at all this morning, just as far as. I don't know if he's worried about when she walks into the kitchen and sees those, those dishes that's piled over the kitchen wall and everything. Or if you're sitting like that and say, can't you stay in the or something? <laughs> I'm going to read to us this morning out of the book of Judges. And I'm reading Judges 13, verse 1 to 5. Again, the Israelites that even in the Lord's sight, so the Lord handed them over to the Philistines, were pressed in for 40 years. In those days, a man named Manoah from the time of Dan lived in the town. So, his wife was unable to become pregnant and they had no children. The angel of the Lord appeared to Manoah's wife and said, Even though you have been unable to have children, you will soon become pregnant and give birth to a son. So be careful, you must not drink wine or any other alcoholic drink, nor eat any forbidden fruit. You will become pregnant and give birth to a son, and his hair must never be cut. For he will be dedicated to God as a Nazarite from the birth, and he will begin to rescue Israel from the Philistines. Father God, bless this word that I, was ju- I just read to the your family. Bless the word that I read to your, your children, God. And just bless this word, because you placed it in a book so that we can understand. And we like in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, I believe that many of us understand this morning that we are we are about to discuss a bit of, of Samson. And I'm going to briefly speak about Samson and, and what is happening in his life and what what went on. But the actual message does not come from Samson. The message I want to get to today is right in the beginning and it's hidden in the passage that I just read. But to understand that, I need to speak to you about the life of Samson. Samson. And this Samson guy was born of parents who did not become pregnant. Uh, and eventually, he became an adult and he grew up and whatever. And, and, and God said that he will be the rescuer. He will start the, the person, he will be the one who starts the rescuing of Israel. This one man. And I need to just open your mindsets up a bit this morning. Remind Samson, because we read in the Bible that he killed a thousand Philistines. Now, I just want to, maybe we don't understand, he killed a thousand Philistines. There was no guns, there was no cannons, there was no aeroplanes. He killed them by hand. Now, if 
see to knock down three or three people, maybe. Yet you read in the Bible really, that, that Samson killed a thousand. And then, besides that, I walked in the garden the other day, one day one of those fishing trips, I picked up a bow. I think it's a Levantan Friedman or a red bow of a what's a bow of, a, of an ox in our garden. Now I know how it appeared there. I went fishing and somebody picked it up and took it home. You know, there's, there's a crow in every family. They pick up something and they carry it home. They pick up something. So the crow left this big bow in our, in our yard. And I don't know what it's supposed to be, but it's insane. I picked up this thing in the week and I played with it like this and I thought to myself, Maybe I'll be able to knock five people down with this boat. Yet Samson knocked down a thousand people. He killed a thousand. Now, some of us were in army and we went to border duty and we were really in warfare. And I bet you not one of us even killed a thousand people. Yet we had cannons, cannons and, and guns, rifles. So this, this, Samson mine must have really been something to kill him. But we also read in the Bible that this, this Samson guy got hold of a lion and ripped the lion apart. If I understand it correctly, he put his hands in the jaw of the lion and he pulled it apart like that. Now a female lion is between 150 and 180 kilograms. And a male lion Goes, goes to 5,300 kilos. Now, most one of us in this place here this morning is close to 180 kilos, 200 kilos, which the female lion is. And with the agility and the strength of that lion and the, the body mass, how strong must the Samson be to insert his hands into the jaw and pull it apart and kill a lion? And I'm trying to think all these things over. And all of a sudden I read of the same man, Samson, who caught uh, 300 jackal. And he tied them tail by tail, two, two. And he put a torch, flaming torch, into the, tied it to the, to the tails. And then I was totally confused. I was like, how do I catch one jackal? Just think of it. How did you catch one? Yet he caught 300 and tied them together by their tails. And if you catch one jackal, one fox, how are you going to control it just to get a torch tied to one tail? So this Samson character, this Samson guy, must have had some abilities. Greater than what we actually think of. Because he was the anointed of God, and God says, I'm going to send him to start the rescue of Israel. I'm going to send him because he is the defender. And then I, while I prepare a bit and I walk outside and I'm on my own, and I come back and I jot down something, and maybe I might be down and I'll just put something in the phone when I get up. And then I think of, of Samson that was there before Goliath. And I realized again that the devil tries to copy the original. But 
that the thing is that Samson really killed the Philistines. Goliath, a Philistinian guy, never killed anybody. He could only shout at people and demoralize people. Yet Samson, the one of God, actually killed people. And there was just things that I, I actually just compared to one another. But then I realized something else when I proceeded through the book of, of Judges. And I, I read Judges 16. And I read there one day Samson went to the Philistine town of Gaza and spent the night with a prostitute. Word soon spread that Samson was there, so the men of Gaza gathered together and waited all night through the town gates. They kept quiet during the night, saying to themselves, When the light of morning comes, we will kill him. But Samson stayed in bed only until midnight. Then he got up to go up the doors of the town gate, including the two posts, and left them there, bar and all. He put them on his shoulders and carried them all the way to the top of the hill across from Hebron. Sometime later, Samson fell in love with a woman called Delilah, who lived in the valley of Sarah. The rulers of the Philistines went to her and said, Entice Samson to tell you what makes him so strong and how he can be overpowered and find him securely. Then each of us will give you uh, 1,100 pieces of silver. See, I realized that Samson had a weakness. And so many of us in this room this morning have weaknesses different to that of Samson. And maybe some of us, some of us have the same weakness as Samson. Samson had a weakness which is called woman. And that was a weakness in his life. Because when he left the one day he just went out and he said to the, the prostitute and they wanted to kill him. You heard about the daughter's person, they carried it to the hill and he chucked it down there. For what reason, nobody knows. He just did it because he could. And after that he went to this place called Sorek. And that little word Sorek is a little town which was between the Philistinian town and the Israelite town where Samson lived. Samson had the instruction to go and destroy the Philistines in their town. But he also knew where he, had, where he was living. But this little town was in between. It was at a place where Samson was not supposed to be. Samson was supposed to be either fighting the Philistines or staying at home. But the scripture says he went to this place in the valley where he was not supposed to be. That was not the place where he either fought the Philistines or the place where he stayed. And many of us go and we go to places where we are not supposed to be. We enter into places where we are not supposed to be because we run after our weakness. Now maybe your weakness this morning is gambling, I don't know. Maybe your weakness is woman. Maybe your weakness is men. Maybe your weakness is alcohol. I don't know. But with this Samson that knew his weakness was woman, he went to this place where he was not supposed to be. And he found the liver, the liar. And he fell in a relationship with her. Now how many of us, maybe we sit with a gambling problem, our weakness is gambling, yet we will go to the casino. It is a place out of our, 
away from where we're supposed to be. And many times our weaknesses will drive us to the place where we are not supposed to be. And we allow ourselves to go to the places where we are not supposed to be. And at the place where we are not supposed to be, we fall in our weakness once again. That's happened to him. That is where he, when, he, when he came to this place, he fell for a woman called Delilah. Maybe some of us has got the alcohol problem. And we often go and find ourselves at the opposite spot. Yeah. And we walk past there and we see there is a special. And we quickly run in and go by. Or maybe some of us frequent places where alcohol is being served. Yet we know that we are struggling and that we have got a weakness regarding alcohol in our lives. But we go to the place where we are not supposed to be. <coughs> and the alcohol, we don't go there for the alcohol. We go there just to frequent the place and the alcohol produced itself in itself to us. Now what, what happened here? Samson entered into the zone of the rich. He found the lion, the place where he was not to be, and he found the lion there. You see, I, I, I need to, to let you understand that first of all, what does the lion mean? The word lion has got two meanings. The one of them is low, and the other one is heavy. So the lion is actually low and she's heavy. And if you now convert the put the other other couple of words, you see that it is low hanging fruit. Then in our house of Bengal, outside the the, 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 the the fence, we've got a willow tree there. And then over September, all the new shoots are gonna come out the fresh little leaves. And then those branches are then they hang down almost to the ground. But at a certain stage, mid-October, end October. I see them all cut off like that. And I thought, who was this guy that goes and cuts this and bread like this? And one day I saw that it's the cows and the bull that lives outside, uh, you know, in, that, in that area. They come and they eat the level like that because that is where they can reach. The low hanging branches, that's where we go and we reach. If you and me we walk into a, a, a fruit orchard, and we want to go pick them some peaches. You must be stupid if you're going to climb the tree to pick the top one. All of us will normally go to the one that's easily reachable. It's easy to reach the one at the bottom because it's heading low and it's easy to reach. And this is what Samson did. He went to this town and he found a woman, maybe of low morality value and easy to reach. And you and me, many a times we get to a place, many you and me, many a times we get to a place where we're not supposed to be. And we sit with our, our weakness, and the devil comes and he produces something which is easy and easy to reach. And then we fall. And that's how Samson fell. That's how Samson fell and he was arrested because of this woman that came. I don't know what she looked like, apparently she was beautiful, but her values was not very good. 
And Samson fell for the woman that was low and available and easy. Because if something in life is easy, be aware. Be aware. In the week I spoke to a man, it's a farmer outside there towards the Darfur Way, and he spoke about, a guy, I think it's three sons that's in this vicinity of Bethel, Evander, this vicinity. The sons have never worked this each in their life. Yet they drive Ferraris and Porsches. I don't know who she's talking about. They haven't worked this each in their life. And they've got all this money. And it just goes in and out, in and out, in and out. Be aware when things are pleasing, when things are low-hanging fruit. And yes, we are taught in many ways, in many times, that we should go for, for the low-hanging fruit. My years on the line, and we, we had a truck. If we had travel in a certain department, we will first go look at what is the, the easy, the quick things to fix, the low-hanging fruits that we can fix to help this department stand up again. But when we come to our spiritual lives, be aware for easy and low-hanging fruits. Things that are so easy achievable, things that are so easy to come by. Because normally, the outcome of that case was Samson fell and was in presence. See, people, sometimes we chase after these fruits and they will fall. And I want to tell you in the book that I read this one, the Bible, nowhere do I find any easy ways out. I find the right ways out. And I find ways out full of grace. And I find ways out with God. And they're not all easy. And that's the way that we should do it. But the moment it is easy, we normally fall in a stumble. And Samson stumbled and he ended up in prison. And I'm going to read Judges 16 from verse 25 to 28. All drunk like other people demanded, bring out Samson so we can amuse us. So he was brought from the prison to amuse them, and they had him stand between the pillars supporting the roof. Samson said to the young servant who was leading him by hand, Place my hands against the pillars to hold up the temple. I want to rest against them. Now the temple was completely filled with people. All the Philistines' rulers were there. And there were about 3,000 men and women on the roof who were watching as Samson abused them. Then Samson prayed to the Lord, Sovereign Lord, remember me again. O oh God, please strengthen me just one more time. With one blow, let me pay back the Philistines for the loss of my two eyes. The Afrikaans version said, for the loss of one of my two eyes. But that is Samson. He fell. And he fell into prison. And he failed in the job that God gave him. He failed as the ruler, as the rescuer, as the leader of Israel. He failed. And he fell into the sinful nature and ended up in the prison. And many of us who walk in daily and we get to the wrong place and we meet the wrong people and we do the wrong things and we fall out of grace with God. 
Not through, we cannot fall out of grace of God. We just fall out of grace because God's grace is favorable on us and He will come and He will give it back to us every time because His mercies are new every day of our lives. The guy comes Samson and he says, God, just one more time. Just one more time. He knew that he fell out. He knew that he was not on the right place. But he prayed and he said, God, just one more time. And I want to say to this family of mine here this morning, maybe you fell out. Maybe you failed at something. Maybe you're not as good as other people would want you to be. Maybe you've given up on certain things. Maybe you, you told your relationship, it's over. Maybe you dropped out of school and started six. Maybe you just cannot make the right picking. I don't know what it is that you just cannot make. And you fell out and you failed and, and you're in a place where you are zero. I want to give you a piece of hope this morning. Samson said, God, just one more time. I want to tell you this morning, it's not too late. While you are still breathing, it is not too late. While you are still praying to God, it's not too late. Because that is what Samson did. Even if you did sin, it's not too late. Even if you walked out of your relationship, it's not too late to get it rectified. Even if you decided that you're finished and you're not going to go into ministry, I'm telling you this morning, it's not too late to turn around. It's not too late to stand up. It's not too late to once more come through like Samson that and kill a couple of first things. You know why I'm giving you this message this morning? I want to tell you about this Samson now. Oh, I told you about Samson. But Samson is just a maker. Samson was just a maker. Right in the beginning when I first read him, in, in Judges 13, we read there of an old man and an old woman who could not fall pregnant. And God came and He said, I'm going to make you pregnant. Well, you will become pregnant. And Samson is the miracle. She cannot bear any children, yet the God came into the story. Samson was born. Samson is the miracle. But you know what? The miracle was not for them. The miracle was for other people. Because God says, you're going to bear, you're going to, you're going to give birth to a son, and the son will be the deliverer of Israel. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, I want to tell you this morning, you are a progress of a miracle that is made for other people. The fact that you want to give up is, is because you are ready to carry on. The fact that you want to say this morning that it is all over, or I feel that that means that it's supposed to carry on. Because it's not about you and me. It's not that you and me are not the miracle that we want. We are the miracle that somebody else needs. Instead of asking, being the miracle that somebody else needs, like a Samson, the, the, the Israelites needed the Samson, needed the miracle to break through. There's somebody else who depends on you and me. There's somebody else here who depends on you and me. There are maybe a thousand people, but 
Maar wat gaat jij doen toen jou, wanneer je wonder werkt wat God door jou? Die wonder werkt wat God door jou, de miracle that God has planned over your life. I think that maybe there's a thousand people waiting on the sofa this morning, so that they can step out of this miracle and start operating the way that Samson was doing the things. But I think it's true that the miracle is the part of the world part. But it is time for us that we stand up and we say, no to failure. No, my eyes are my eyes are out. No, I haven't got head anymore. But God just placed my hands between the pillars. God just placed my hands between the pillars. And one last chance, God, I'm going to do it for you. And he cast the book, says the Bible says, 3,000 Philistine women and men was on top of the place. I don't know how many died, but many of them died. And one last chance, it is not too late. It's not too late for whatever your age is. That was Samson, no eyes in the prison, haircut. He was a failure. He was the one who could not lead anymore. But he said, just one more time, God. Just one more time. Place my hands. Let me just time that you and me take our hands with me. God, place your hands in the hands of the one. Can I song? Put your hand in the hand of the man of Galilee. And just before they start laughing, because I see Uncle Gary is still laughing in my city, but still. Just think of this. It's maybe not your fellow employee at work is failing because of you. Listen carefully. Your fellow employee at work is failing because of you. Because you don't stand up in the miracle. Your failure for you looks at you and says, Why should I go there? Why should I know these things? Your child that does not grow in school, your child that does, does not produce the, the proper grades for the age. Maybe it's your mistake. Mother and father. Maybe it's you. You failed to bring up your child. You failed. And sorry people, it sounds harsh but it's getting almost finished. Maybe it's your mistake. It's your fault, your failure, that somebody else is not in the ministry. Maybe you're breaking somebody's ministry down for them. And it's your mistake. Because you didn't operate in the miracle that God had for you. Because each and every one of us in this place I want to tell to you, tell you this morning that we are miracles for God and we are just supposed to. Sorry, I must not go ahead of the speakers. But we fall out and when we fail, there are many other people who fail because we failed. This morning I can also say the following, and with that I'm going to finish off. Maybe there's other people in life that succeeded because of you. Many other people in life made it because of you. Oh, Zakman, who does the students They don't say that it's well done. They are there. But do you know where it comes from? There are people who succeeded because of you. There are people who made it because of you. There are people who achieve because of you. 
the same thing to you, brother and sister. Continue what you believe. But if there are people who are failing because of you, I want to urge you to stand up. Not now, not now. But stand up in faith and start walking the miracle that God has planned for you. Start walking the way that God has intended for you to do. Because each and every one of us, we have got a choice. We've got a choice this morning to say that. Put my hands against the pillars, God. Put my hands against the pillars just one more time. And it's a choice that you and me, we have. We've got a choice to say, God, I fell and I'm in prison and I'm dead, dead and I'm, 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 I'm a failure. And, and yes, God, but this morning I stand there and say, just one more time, God. Just one more time, God, break through for me. Brothers and sisters, I'm going to urge you this morning to come to God just one more time and say, God, just one more time, break through for me. I don't want to fail. You've called me to do certain things. You've called the Samson to be the rescuer of the Israelites. Lord, there I am. I'm pushing my hands out towards the pillars, God. Lord, I'm pushing my hands up to you. Please break through one more time. So whatever was stolen from me, my eyes may be. That's how Moses, our Samson thought those days. He thought that he's, he's taking revenge because of his eyes. But the revenge because, because of his eyes was just the plan of God to bring down another thousand Philistines. What is the low-hanging fruit that you are so easily being distracted to? What are those sinful things that we so easily run after? Because it's so nice. What is that place that we are frequent so often which we are not supposed to be at? I want to urge you this morning to say, let's break with those things. Let's stop those things. Because you're going to end up, and maybe some of us have already ended up in the prison. And when I read that part of one line, it says that the, the overseer said, bring him to us so that we can, he can amuse us. Sure, I'm going to laugh. Brothers and sisters, the world outside is laughing at the Christians because we're not standing where we're supposed to stand in the Word of God. And we are amusing them with our distractions, with our things that we run after, with our own issues that we run after. And then they look at us and they say, but I cannot follow. If that is the miracle I'm supposed to follow, how can I do that? And I don't know, maybe I'm, I'm going to end the service now, but I'm going to make an invitation which I never planned to do. If you are here this morning and you want to end off with whatever you've done, and you want to say, God, just another one small, I'm going to ask you to come and stand here with me when I dismiss this the rest of the people. And I'm just making this one invitation. If you want to say, I'm finished, I want to put my hands against the pillars like a Samson. 
and once more do something for God. I want you to come stand with me when the music starts playing and the people start walking out. Father, I thank you that I will minister this word. God, when we have fellow good soil, I pray that you will make it grow. Father, when people are in the will of God, I pray that you will make that grow even better and better than what that God was planned. God, I bless these people when I walk out this place today with a different mindset regarding what Samson did and what we are doing. Father, that we go and do the right things and not the easy things. In Jesus' name. Amen. Just to the 